everything around him went very, very dark. Chapter 1 Rose Present Day I sweep the book scanner across the two large print Catherine Cookson novels Mrs Groves has spent the last thirty minutes selecting and wait for the beep. Once I've checked they've successfully updated to the library management system, I push them back across the counter. Would you like to sign our petition, Mrs Groves? I ask. The old lady slides the books into her shopping bag and peers at the list of signatures I'm holding in front of her. What's it for, dear? We're campaigning to save the library. I explain. The local authority have issued a list of possible closures for next year, and Newstead Library's on there. Really? Mrs Groves frowns. But that's preposterous. I know, but it could happen if we don't actively do something about it, I explain. It's happening all over the country. Libraries are closing on a monthly basis. Mrs Groves looks at me. You know it's wonderful the work you do here in the village, Rose. You make the library such a friendly place to come. Her face changes, and I brace myself. All in spite of everything else you've had to cope with. The tragedy you went through. Her eyes shine. Thank you. I lower my eyes and smile, the smile, before moving on. But this is about standing up for what we believe in, isn't it? They've taken so much from our village as it is. I push the petition a little closer to her. Mrs Groves adjusts her spectacles and takes the paper and pen. Very true. But I'll tell you now, they're not going to take our library, dear. Her spidery scrawl fills the next available box on the petition grid and she looks up defiantly. We'll make sure of that. I smile, silently wishing it were that simple. Newstead has one of the smallest libraries in the county of Nottinghamshire. We open for a total of just three days a week, all day on a Wednesday, and a mixture of mornings and afternoons on the other weekdays. I like working here, and I've never had ambitions to move to one of the bigger libraries. I started my career about eight years ago, when I finished university, as assistant librarian to Mr Barrow. And when Mr Barrow eventually retired, and I'd had the requisite interview, they made me librarian. The library is housed in a flat-roofed building, tucked neatly away off the main road, and sits opposite the primary school at the entrance to the main village. On a fine day, from the main desk, I can see the woods beyond the busy Hucknall Road that skirts past us. The sun, on the days it shines, bathes my workspace from mid-morning to mid-afternoon. Inside, the library decor is tired, and the whole interior is now rather grubby in places. The wiry grey carpets are worn worse where the heaviest footfall lands and the fabric on the edges of the chair cushions in our comfortable reading area is torn and frayed. In winter, the cold air seeps in through the rotting wooden window frames and the antiquated warm air ducted heating system probably malfunctions on more days than it works. But people like coming here all the same. Miss Carter a lifelong resident of the village now in her mid-eighties and living on Abbey Road with her thirteen cats, reliably informs me she can sense the library has a subtle, sacred energy. I suspect she might change her opinion if she heard Jim Greaves, the part-time caretaker, cursing loudly when the heating is on the blink again. Still, I do know what she means. Even though it desperately needs upgrading, 
the place has a nice feeling about it. I put it down to all the wonderful books we have here. Shelf upon shelf of sparkling characters, addictive storylines, and worlds that feel real enough to get lost in for a spare hour here and there, or for days on end. I run a couple of fundraising events a year, and from the proceeds, we've managed to buy some colourful bean bags to brighten up the children's fiction corner a little. And we also had enough left to equip a mother and baby room, located next to the main toilet. The flat roof sprung yet another leak last week prompting Jim to buy another brightly coloured bucket from Petty Cash, and the whole place is desperate for redecorating. But I like working here. I feel comfortable and safe, despite everything that's happened. My job allows me full contact with the villagers, and even some of the new people who've moved here in recent years, without having to get fully involved in their lives. I've